Thank you for joining us today and a big thank you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. Karen and I have been trialing their designs for a few months and we can happily recommend them. All designs are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Welcome to Food for Autumn Running. In today's episodes, we're going to spice up your runner's food plan with our favorite therapeutic spices and some seasonal foods. Welcome to the Food for Spotlight series. For us, food is never just fuel. It provides a wide range of nutrients to support the many aspects of our health and also to promote physiological adaptations for our running performance. These short informative episodes are dedicated to food and meal planning. We'll spotlight key foods to support your running and we'll share tips and suggestions to give you big results in your running performance. The suggestions we make during this episode are for guidance and advice only and are not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you have any concerns regarding your health, please contact your healthcare professional for advice as soon as possible. If you'd like help from Karen and Aileen to design a personalised sports nutrition plan for your running, please contact them at Ronner's Health Hub. and I'm here once again with Aileen and today we're spotlighting food for autumn running and the weather is changing unfortunately and there are lots but you know although it's changing and it's getting dark and it's getting cold it does bring with it lots of lovely seasonal foods that you could add to your menu and Aileen I'm just thinking what do you change in your food plan when the autumn arrives? Hi, Karen. Um, well, I, I probably start eating warmer foods. Um, I think, you know, especially when it gets darker, it's a time where you want to uh, cozy in and, and have some warm foods. Um, so I think it's an ideal time to make soups, casseroles, uh, and even warm salads. I, I love my salads at any time of year, but sometimes to add a little bit of um, cooked food into them is nice. Um, so the seasonal foods that I love at uh, this time of year, butternut squash, pumpkin, um, potatoes, celeriac love, um, things like green and red cabbages are available, kale, leeks, onions, Brussels sprouts, uh, chestnuts, I love too, um, apples, and pears and blackberries. So there's there's lots to choose from. And uh, it's really nice to, as you say, add a bit of seasonality. Um, but I also I like to add some warmth to my food with spices. Um, so I thought um, we could have a focus on spices for today's uh, conversation. Mm, that sounds like a great idea. And I love all the foods that uh, that you've mentioned. And you've gone through the colours of the rainbow, really, oh, and, the, <laughs> and the autumn um, uh, foods that you've mentioned. So that's great. So let's move on now to think about a topic um, for today. Like we say, it's all about um, autumn running. So from a health and nutritional viewpoint as a runner, our aims for this episode are to consider some foods that may help to 
support you. So we will focus on the on three spices. You mentioned that alien that would look at spices. So we'll look at three to give some really thinking about the taste and the aroma to our meals, as well as supporting us nutritionally in our running. So we'll outline the nutritional properties of each and consider how they may be added as part of your meal plan. And we'll give you some menu ideas there. And then we'll go on and share a one day menu plan using these three um, spices. And the three spices that we'll be discussing today are ginger, turmeric and cinnamon. So all ones that everybody will have heard of and potentially used. And also today, I just wanted to say that we're focusing only on these nutrients in food. We're not going to be looking at them from a supplement point of view. So let's move move on and start by discussing the nutritional properties and meal and recipe ideas of each food. And we'll do that one by one. So Aileen, what can you tell us about ginger and how it could potentially support a runner? Okay, Karen. So um, we tend to think of ginger as a spice, but actually it's classified as a herb. And ginger is a thick uh, tuberous rhizome which grows underground. And if you buy it fresh, uh, you'll see that the outer skin is rough and brown. But when you cut into it, the hard flesh is is usually a pale yellow colour. And ginger comes in lots of forms. You can get the fresh roots. It's readily available in, in most um, green grocers and supermarkets these days. Uh, you might find it dried and powdered. You might find stem ginger, crystallized ginger, and even pickled ginger. Um, so lots of different ways that you can use ginger. Um, and also you can buy the fresh root chopped and frozen. Uh, so it's easy to use too. So, um, you might find that in the frozen aisle of the supermarket. So the, the active ingredients within ginger are uh, known as the ginger oils and the, the shogols. Um, and ginger is, is a, a food that's widely researched and it's been found to have properties such as being uh, antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, and also it has some anti-cancer activities. Um, it's particularly well known in its effectiveness for relieving digestive distress and symptoms such as dizziness uh, and nausea related to pregnancy and also motion sickness. Um, and also the ginger oils inhibit inflammatory cytokines and have been shown to alleviate pain and inflammation related to arthritis. So it's uh, got quite a lot going for it, ginger. It does. It has lots of uses. But thinking about a runner, how can um, a runner use ginger to support them? Well, um, one of the things that many runners um, report are feelings of nausea and loss of appetite, particularly after long endurance runs. So using ginger perhaps in a hot water or tea um, can help with recovery and perhaps allow a runner to enjoy their post-food meal a bit earlier uh, rather than focusing on that nauseous feeling. Um, so what, what happens is that ginger is affecting the uh, gastrointestinal tract and its interaction with the stomach and the nausea center of the brain. So it, it's um, it's interacting in all these different ways and it, it, it um, that leads to it absorbing and neutralizing 
gastric hormones and the toxins and, and acids that are related to that nauseous and, and sickness feeling. Um, so it is something that I use because, um, as you know, I sometimes feel a bit, um, you know, I get that nauseous feeling after a, a long run. And so I'll make up a flask of ginger tea so it's ready for me to sip at the end of a long run. I'll, I'll even I've been known to take something like that if I've been in a, a race and maybe I'm a long way from home. I've got a flask in my bag and I find that sipping on ginger tea really, really helps. Actually, I think that is a really good tip for people because there are many people that can suffer from that nausea post-race, uh, even post-training, but I think predominantly post-race because there's so much e more effort going into it. Um, so I think that's a great tip to take some ginger tea along with you. And I'm just wondering, Aileen, how do you make your ginger tea? Yeah, well, I um, make it in a, I say, a flask of hot water. I'll put a couple, two uh, ginger herbal tea bags in. I'll put two in just so that um, it infuses and the longer um, the the ginger tea bag steeps, the more therapeutic it would be. I mean, you could put in fresh ginger as well, but just for ease, um, the ginger tea bags uh, work really well. Um, but I do sometimes make a ginger and lemon steeper, uh, which is made with a fresh chunk of ginger. So a, a big chunk, you know, one to two centimetres with a large wedge of lemon and, and sometimes a teaspoon of honey. And I'll top that up with hot water um, and just make that in a mug. But you could do it in a flask too. And um, it, that works really well with the honey because it's a good quick release carbohydrate post run so it will help with recovery um and i pinched that idea from a, a an expensive um shop in london that was <laughs> charging probably a fiver for a cup of hot water with ginger and lemon i thought i can do that so yeah absolutely. <laughs> that's what i do and it is something that you could enjoy any time of the day, really, but um, particularly helpful, like you say, sort of post-race. But I'm also thinking that a ginger tea you could also um, use to sip um, to help calm a nervous tummy before a race, because a lot of people get worked up and nervous before a race. And, and also the anti-inflammatory properties of ginger could also help a runner with recovery. So including ginger as a staple and a regular ingredient really in in a food plan could be really supportive so um so that's ginger tea i'm just thinking about other foodie ideas that we could introduce um uh, using ginger so some other ideas that's in my in my head are um thinking about drinks keeping keeping on the drink theme uh, we've already mentioned the ginger tea and a ginger hot water steeper which all sounds lovely um and then a lot of runners love porridge or they have overnight oats. So maybe adding some powdered ginger um, would give, give it a really a lovely warm flavour. Um, now, ginger is also used a lot in Asian style dishes. And one of our favourites at Runners Health Hub um, is either a salmon or a tofu um, with soy and ginger marinade. And I think there is we've got the re a recipe out there, um, I think, online um, for you that you could all go to. Um, but that also works well with chicken. Um, so you could use chicken, salmon, or if you are um, vegetarian, then you could use the tofu. And you could also add ginger to flapjacks and protein bars if you're making them yourself. So lots of different ways um, of, of using ginger. Uh, how about you, Aileen? How do you use ginger in, on an everyday basis? 
Well, ginger is one of those staple ingredients for me. Uh, you'll always find it in my house. Um, and I, I love the, the ginger zingy taste. And, and I'll always add it to a vegetable juice and smoothies. And sometimes I'll make a ginger shot. So what you do is you, you juice a chunk of ginger with half a lemon, the juice of half a lemon, and then you knock it back as a shot. And it certainly wakes you up. Um, but it's a good thing to, uh, to try. Um, just a quick safety note, Karen, uh, ginger uh, contains oxalates and that may contribute to the formation of kidney stones. So if that's something that's a concern for people, uh, they may wish to just be cautious about consuming ginger. Now, you know, it's unlikely that ginger alone would would lead to formation of kidney stones, but it, it could uh, contribute to that oxalate load. So just something to be aware of. Mm. Okay, so that, that's um, everything about ginger. So let's move on to um, turmeric now, Karen. I know you like turmeric, and um, I wondered if you could talk about the, the nutritional properties of turmeric and how it could support us as runners. Yeah, sure. So turmeric, as most people will know, is um, an anti-inflammatory spice. Uh, it belongs to the same family as ginger, and in its flesh form, it's a root with a tough brown skin and then that bright orange flesh when you cut into it, which is a beautiful orange um, flavour, but does stain terribly. So bear that in mind. Uh, but you can also buy it in the dried powdered form as well. Uh, now, turmeric is often used in a curry, uh, the active ingredient being curcumin, and um, using curcumin alongside pepperine, so that's from black pepper, uh, can help make it more bioavailable. So if, you've, if you're having a curry, sprinkling some um, black pepper over the top could help with that absorption. And curcumin is fat soluble. So again, cooking it in some fat like coconut oil or olive oil will help with its absorption by the body. And it has attracted a lot of attention as an anti-inflammatory supplement. But today, like I said earlier, we are just focusing on it, using it as a food ingredient. So we're not going to talk about the, the supplement form. And we have talked about turmeric in a few episodes, including um, in episode 53, titled Painkillers for Running, where we recommend turmeric as a, as a natural alternative to painkillers due to its anti-inflammatory properties. Now curcumin is also known to support exercise induced muscle damage which can occur following um, hill training especially downhill exercise and this is something that we focus on in um, episode 72 when we're speaking about eating for hill drills so you could go back and listen to those um, two episodes to, to get more information. But what I think we'll do now is uh, move on and share some foodie ideas for turmeric. Um, so, Aileen, can you give us some ideas on how you could introduce turmeric into a daily nutrition plan, really? Yeah, Karen. Well, it can be used in, in lots of different ways. Um, I like to make 
this is my all-time favorite soup, uh, cauliflower and turmeric soup. So you say turmeric and I say turmeric, <laughs> but we mean the same thing. Um, so um, that's just absolutely delicious. And um, when you blend the cauliflower, it's got a lovely velvety consistency. So it's one of my favorite soups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also like um, a sweet potato and lentil curry. Um, and turmeric is the main spice in that. And uh, something that I started doing recently, in, you know, in the last two, or three months is having turmeric scrambled eggs um, so that you get that lovely you know deep yellow color and usually I'll have that with something like spinach and mushrooms for breakfast so they're my favorite ideas Um, but you know you can use it in a similar way to ginger you can add to smoothies you can add to porridge as you've mentioned great for curries Um, you could add to dips um We've mentioned the scrambled eggs, or you could have scrambled tofu instead. Um, you could spice up a hummus with some turmeric. Um, you could roast vegetables. I mean, I mentioned the curry, uh, the cauliflower there, but uh, doing a, a turmeric roasted cauliflower is lovely too. Um, and then with the with drinks, um, you can make a, a turmeric tea in a very similar way to ginger tea. Um, We've already mentioned smoothies. Um, and then I think you've done this, Karen. Um, you've made turmeric lattes before because I'm, I'm sure I've seen one of your recipes. Uh, could you tell us how you make that? Yeah, sure. It's really easy, Aileen. Um, you just get sort of 300 mils of um, almond milk or, or any milk of your choice, really, and blend it with quarter of a teaspoon of powdered turmeric, ginger and cinnamon with half a teaspoon of vanilla extract and then a pinch of black pepper and mix it all together. And you could drink it cold or you could warm it gently. And if you need feel that you need extra protein, you could add some protein powder to that as well so that's how I tend to make my latte lovely that's mm. really nice um, um, it's got all three spices in the recipe which um, is great all the three spices that we're talking about today which mm. is, is sort of pricked my memory Karen I remember that we've got a lovely recipe uh, for a pina colada karma smoothie so it's an anti-inflammatory smoothie and um, it's great to have as a post-run smoothie so have it within 30 minutes of um, finishing your run and that also includes all of those three spices um, the recipe um, was featured in um, the episode that we did about smoothies for runners so that was episode 62 and uh, that's where we chatted about how you can make your post-run smoothie a therapeutic recipe so um, that's worth checking out if you fancy a pina colada smoothie Oh, that sounds really lovely. Very exotic, Aileen. <laughs> okay, so let's move on and talk about our last spice, which is cinnamon. Um, can you maybe tell us about cinnamon and how it could support a runner, Aileen? Yeah, well, cinnamon uh, comes from the inner bark of a tree which is native to Sri Lanka, uh, but there is also a Chinese variety of cinnamon. Um, when you purchase it, you'll, you'll purchase it either in the powdered form or maybe in a cinnamon stick. So if you've ever seen those, they're sort of like little quill-like tubes. Um, and the medicinal properties of cinnamon are found from the oil in the bark of the cinnamon. Um, and there, there's three particular ones that you might read about. So there's cinnamaldehyde, there's eugenol and linen, linalool. 
Um, and the, the influence of cinnamon on glycemic control has been really widely researched, uh, particularly with regards to the management of diabetes and insulin control. Now, the antioxidants in cinnamon act like insulin. So they assist glucose in moving out of the bloodstream into the cells. And that means that the glucose is more readily available for fuel. Um, and also cinnamon is known to promote weight loss. And, and that action has been very well researched. Um, and as we've touched on, cinnamon regulates blood sugar. And when blood sugar is balanced, this results usually in less cravings and more even energy levels, which tends to lead to a person managing their food intake um, in a more positive way and not overeating. So that's how it's thought to influence um, weight management. Uh, and also, you know, as we've said, because cinnamon's helping re regulate blood sugar by it's in it's increasing insulin sensitivity um so insulin's a hormone that's produced by the pancreas um to help regulate blood sugar levels and increased insulin sensitivity will help keep your insulin levels balanced and that will reduce uh fat storage as well as the sugar cravings um and it's thought that in menopausal women when estrogen levels reduce this may lead to insulin resistance. So using cinnamon as a regular ingredient may support body composition. And there are, I know we're not talking about supplements today, but um, sometimes if you're looking for that type of supplement, you'll find um, cinnamon as a component uh, of a supplement that might help you uh, with, uh, with cravings and with blood sugar control. Right. Oh, so... Um, Karen, could you um, move on and tell us about this, how you could use cinnamon in, in different ways in our food plan? Yeah, absolutely, Aileen. So really, you can use cinnamon in both sweet and savoury dishes in the same way that you can do with ginger, really. And some ideas uh, I'm thinking of include adding grounded cinnamon to porridge, to yogurts, uh, to smoothies at breakfast time. Um, you could add cinnamon powder to hot drinks like tea or coffee. And if you have a sweet tooth, um, the cinnamon might actually reduce the need to sweeten the, the drink. So if you're somebody who has um, sugar or honey in their tea or coffee, you could maybe think about substituting that for the, for the cinnamon and you'll still get that sweet, but also really warming flavour. Uh, you could make a cinnamon latte. So blend a half a teaspoon of grounded cinnamon in warm, unsweetened um, almond milk. So a little bit like the turmeric latte, uh, poaching or stewing fruits such as apples and pears or plums with cinnamon is a really delicious snack or a dessert. And you could just add that served, uh, you could have that served with chopped nuts and yogurt for a really lovely snack or dessert. And cinnamon is used in savoury dishes, especially in Moroccan and uh, Middle Eastern uh, foods. So, for example, tagines in couscous as a rub or marinade on meats and fish and, um, and in different casseroles as well. And, um, and a few ideas for you to, to try with cinnamon could be um, you could do cinnamon and cumin spiced carrots. You could do cinnamon and apricot glazed salmon, uh, cinnamon spiced 
basmati pilaf, lemon spice, lentils, spicy squash soup. The list goes on. There's so much that you can do with cinnamon. So, um, so hopefully that gives everybody a few ideas of how they could start to introduce um, cinnamon into the diet. So, um, so I think we need to move on, Aileen. But just before we do that, I'm just going to quickly recap on the nutritional properties of the different spices that we we have spoken about. So we spoke about ginger first, and that is widely researched and is known to have antioxidant, anti-inflammatory and antimicrobial properties. We then spoke about turmeric, and it's most well known for its anti-inflammatory actions. And then cinnamon um, is really helpful in regulating blood sugar, and that's by increasing insulin sensitivity. So they all work really well together as well to support overall health and well-being, but also our running as well. So, Aileen, before we move on and speak about sort of menu ideas um, or, or like a one-day meal plan, shall we just have a quick advert break yeah sure Karen so this is the part of the episode where Karen and I take a minute just to let you know what we do outside of the podcast Um, so one of the the questions we regularly get asked is I don't know what to eat to help my running and that's really why we designed our easy nutrition for healthy runners program and we can't emphasize enough about the easy part of easy nutrition for healthy runners So it's easy to listen to. There's some easy action steps which build up into a food plan and habits. And there's easy recipes, food lists and planners. So you don't have to think too hard and you can get straight on with the action steps. But more than that, it's more than just a video program. Um, To make sure that you get the most out of uh, your investment in the program, uh, we also give you a bonus one-to-one food diary review call as part of the program as well as an invitation to our program support group and weekly coaching circle. So it means that we're always here to answer any questions you've got uh, to help you put everything into place and to help you maintain it. And In fact, one of our um, clients, Kay, emailed us after her one-to-one bonus call to say thanks so much for yesterday. It's really helped me and I'm feeling really motivated. Um, So we're really pleased that we've added that in as part of the programme. So we love helping our clients make the most of easy nutrition for healthy runners. So if you've been thinking, uh, listening today and thinking that you'd like to know more about how to apply both everyday nutrition alongside sports-specific nutrition, this programme's a great place to give you information and easy action steps too. If you're interested in joining us, you can find all the details at our website, which is runnershealthhub.com. Look at the top menu bar, work with us, and you'll find out all about the program. And once you've had a look, if you've still got some questions, please feel free to email us at hello at runnershealthhub.com, and we'd be glad to answer your questions. To say thank you to use one of our valued listeners, we've got a special offer for you to use. Uh, we have a coupon code, which is POD, P-O-D, and you'll use that to get a 33% discount off the full price, which brings the price down to £199. And we'll put the details of the coupon code in our show notes too. And we really hope that you'll join us at some point on the program. Great. Thanks very much, Aileen. So now, like I said, let's pull it all together, what we've spoken about today, into suggestions for a one-day meal plan. So I'll start with two 
choices for breakfast. So my two choices would be um, cinnamon apple porridge, because that sounds so lovely and warming for the winter, or turmeric scrambled eggs with the mushrooms and spinach. And I would have that on sourdough toast. That sounds really lovely. Aileen, what would you what would you have for lunch? Okay, so I was thinking for lunch, um, I would have a spicy couscous salad uh, and I'd top that with maybe some chicken or feta. And my second choice, if I wasn't going to have that, would be a ginger butternut squash soup with cannelline beans. So I always like to add some beans or lentils to a soup for, for extra protein and it makes it a heartier lunchtime meal. Um, so what would you do for, for an evening meal, Karen? Uh, so for an evening meal, um, I would go for the ginger and soy baked tofu with stir fried greens and noodles. And clearly, if you're not vegetarian, you could have the salmon instead of the tofu. Or as an alternative, I would probably think about the lemon spiced lentils with the cinnamon, basmati and broccoli. That sounds really delicious. And what about you, Aileen? Just think thinking about snacks. What would be your your snack favourites? Yeah, well, I'm not a big one for lattes, but I am going to try the turmeric latte, or you could possibly try a cinnamon latte as a snack. Um, the pina colada smoothie would be a good choice. Maybe a ginger flapjack, and um, perhaps um, a, a cinnamon chia pudding. Chia pudding is one of those um, very easy dishes to make. Um, and it's sort of quite uh, neutral in taste so it's a great thing to add some flavor to so cinnamon mm. would be great to, to try with that so any of those snacks would be great um, throughout the day uh, to support uh, you know pre or post recovery I think. Yeah absolutely and they all sound really lovely really warming lots of anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties in there so um, all good. Okay well we're nearly at the end of our time today Aileen so could I just ask you to recap on the key foods and nutrients that we've discussed in this episode? Yes of course just before I do that I just wanted to say that we always uh, write a blog um, related to each episode and usually I put the menu plan in those blogs. So um, if you want to um, have a look at the menu plan, head over to our website, look at the blog and you'll find the menu plan there. But moving on to our key takeaways for today. Um, so I'm just going to recap on the, the foods and the nutrients that we've talked about. So the key nutrient in ginger is gingerol and using ginger may help alleviate digestive distress and feelings of nausea and loss of appetite which as we said are common complaints for athletes after long endurance runs and the gingerols also inhabit inhibit inflammatory cytokines which may alleviate symptoms of pain and inflammation uh, moving on to turmeric the key nutrient in turmeric is curcumin uh, runners may consider using turmeric as an anti-inflammatory support uh, particularly for exercise induced muscle damage for example after hill drills or to use as a natural alternative to painkillers. And then finally, uh, thinking about cinnamon, the key nutrient in cinnamon is cinnamaldehyde. Um, and there's been lots of studies demonstrating that cinnamon helps regulate blood sugar, and that might be supportive in promoting weight loss. And healthy body composition is key for a runner's performance. So using cinnamon regularly may be supportive. 
Um, and as we've said, all three spices are easily incorporated into um, everyday meal recipes and teas and other drinks. So we hope that uh, you'll all have an opportunity to try them out this autumn. Great. Thanks very much, Aileen. And thanks, everybody, for listening once again today. And we do hope that you're feeling inspired to try some of our great food ideas. Well, we think they're great anyway. And remember, everyone, don't let nutrition be the limiting factor in your running performance. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and feel inspired to try out some new menu ideas. Many of our clients are looking for new ways to help them introduce a healthy food plan which also supports their running performance. So we designed our Easy Nutrition for Healthy Runners program and it's for runners of all abilities. We take you through a series of short videos and action steps to help you create a food plan to suit your running training. The program includes downloadable menu ideas, food lists, meal plans and athlete plate diagrams for different training levels. And you get the added bonus of being invited to free online trainings and Q&As with Aileen and Karen. So you'll always have the opportunity to get some personal input into your runner's nutrition plan. Please check out the program at runnershealthhub.com or if you've got any questions, just drop us an email at hello at runnershealthhub.com. We'd love to see you join us on the program. We'd like to introduce you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear for Women's Changing Bodies, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. We think they have everything a female runner needs. First of all, they are high compression to support your legs and bum. They have a deep waistband so they stay up and they don't move about when you run. There's a handy left pocket for your phone and a zip pocket on the waistband, which is great for your cards or a key. They also have a hidden tracker pocket for storing a GPS tracking device, and this is a unique safety feature. All Amazing Jane designs, including tanks and tops, are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. Karen and I have been trialing wearing their range for a few months, and we can happily recommend them. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners' special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Thanks again to Amazing Jane Activewear for being our show sponsor and for sharing discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases. Mm -hmm.